Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Best Ever You Network, celebrating our third year on Blog Talk Radio and iTunes. Thank you for helping us become a number one rated live show with over one million global listeners. Our team is on a mission to help you discover your authentic best self and bring it to the world. And now, here's our show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Best Ever You Show. I'm your host, Elizabeth Garino, and today we're going to talk about abundance and specifically how you can practice abundance in your life. I know at the uh, beginning of the year, I wrote a, a blog about practicing abundance in 2016, and it's April 8th now, and I wanted to just check in and check in with you and see how you're doing. I, I know at the beginning of the year, uh, with the new year, it's all about resolutions, resolutions, and more re- resolutions. And last year, we talked about creating your best life in 2015, and we're on this theme in 2016 of practicing abundance. So I know when people do those resolutions at the beginning of the year, often they involve lofty goal setting or emotional-based wishing. And, it, and those resolutions, they tend to focus on all that you don't have. And often we set resolutions that are so far out of reach and range that we fail even trying to achieve. So I thought about this a little bit, and I've been doing this thing called practicing abundance this year. And it involves, instead of focusing on what you don't have in this moment in time, I encourage myself and others to focus on what you do have and what's right in front of you. These are things that you could even be missing out on or not fully aware of, and you can regroup to foster and develop them into being the best that they can be. Now, it could be just one thing, or it could be a list of 20, for example, but it's a focus on wanting and appreciating more of what you already have instead of this unknown and all that you don't have. Practicing abundance, it's about focusing on the moment and what is known to make the most of what you really have. So this doesn't mean that you can't or won't set any new goals in the new year or throughout the year. But it means we're going to let those goals and lofty goals sort of simmer a bit and learn to cook up this new technique and apply it to our lives. But think think for a second about how your life might change if for one year or for the rest of this year or from now until next April, you didn't focus on all those things new and unknown with lofty goals. And instead, you hunkered down with what you already have and you discovered that everything is pretty amazing in what I call what is known land. I'm a high achiever type, I admit it. I, around my birthday, which is in late September, I tend to set my goals for the next year. Some of these goals in the past have included becoming a traditionally published author, like what I did with my book, Percolate and Hay House. I wrote a children's book, that one I self-published. I reached to interview prominent figures. I've lost weight after pregnancies and so forth. I usually set, and I admit this, I usually set one to three goals that are completely out of my comfort zone, current reach, stretch, maybe even price range and so forth. And then like a person trying to solve a hard puzzle, I kind of go for it. And I I admit at times I've baffled myself and for sure stressed myself out completely trying to figure out how to achieve whatever it was I was going to try and achieve. And I started to, I I did this back in September and in about January this year, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of tired from doing that. I wonder if I could think of something new to do. And I was like, aha, more gratitude. And so practicing abundance really rests in gratitude and finding a love and appreciation for the things that you have around you and maybe developing that deeper relationship with them. 
sometimes when we're always setting those new goals and new heights and so forth and doing that high achieving stuff, it's definitely a recipe for shorting out. And I don't mean in the overtired, overworked sense either. I mean like constantly stretching yourself to crazy new levels probably has some health effects that you may not even feel for years down the road. Might even be having them currently if you're really tired and exhausted, maybe gaining weight. You don't know quite why you're so tired. It could be stress. Another thing that people do that I find in my practice is that people lean in, either male or female, so far that they miss out and have regrets. For example, they might miss an important moment in a child or spouse's life. There's a cost, I, and I ask you to just stop for a second and think about what the costs are and what the real benefits are. So when I say practice abundance, I'm really twisting it around to mean to find more deep appreciation for what you already have. Practicing my version of abundance takes thought, mindfulness, awareness, and definitely practice. So I came up with this list of 10 things that we practice as a family. I practice myself and other people, and I teach people to practice these things. So go through this list of 10 things and see what you think. The first one is think satisfied. I'd like you to really take a look around you, and do you notice that you have your basic necessities met? Ask yourself, is it a true need or a want? Seriously take a look and take inventory of your lifestyle, your home, your belongings, your activities, and yes, definitely your bills, and have an honest conversation about need versus want. Change your focus to appreciate what's in front of you and develop a deeper relationship or relationships with what you already have. I'd like to encourage you to move into a mode of operation that allows you to deeply cherish the who, what, where, when, why, and hows of your life and think satisfied. The second practice abundant point is called develop moment-to-moment gratitude. This is a practice I put in place through nearly losing my life a couple times through anaphylaxis, which is allergic reactions. And I've uh, really had some brushes with death in my life. And I decided to, to do things differently. And you can, it's in my book, Percolate. But when you develop moment-to-moment gratitude, I mean, this, is, this goes far beyond waking up in the morning and being thankful and pushes you and you push yourself into being grateful in each and every nanosecond of the day, moment-to-moment gratitude. This is where you step back from the rush and into the moment. And I encourage you right here to really think about gratitude, especially if you're in a mode where you're comparing yourself to other people. When you compare yourself to other people you and what they have versus what you have and all that, um, you can definitely block your gratitude. So I encourage people to not waste time because it's precious. You can't get your back. So developing that moment-to-moment gratitude is very key. The third thing is to donate your time and get some perspective. If you think you have it rough, you think there's something you super-duper need, something that you want, do yourself a favor and volunteer your time at a shelter, a hospital, a veteran's home, or someplace where you perceive people are having a much more difficult time than you are. Writing a check is wonderful. I'm not saying don't write checks and do all that, but I am encouraging encouraging you to show up in person with compassion and take in the atmosphere and get some perspective. The next thing that you can do to practice abundance, which is number four on the list, is shift your energy. A lot of people go through life and don't even know where their energy is being placed 
and maybe they're not even in control of it. So I ask you, do you even know where your energy is being placed? And are you in control of your energy and where you place it? I mean, after all, it's your energy. Are you mindlessly giving away to, giving it away to others and not respecting yourself, your time, and your energy? A lot of people do this. We go through our days. We've got our routines. We've got our jobs. We've got our kids. We've got our work. We've got our volunteer. We've got all these things. And at the end of it, we're exhausted. And, and we may even have other things going on, creating stress and drama. So make sure we get out of that drama zone and that rush zone and pull your energy back and place it so that your energy is abundant and that you have a reserve supply of energy so that you're not always feeling depleted. The fifth thing is pause for appreciation. Do you focus on what matters most? I ask you, are you stopping and intentionally slowing yourself down? Back into your energy. I don't mean you slowed yourself down so much you took a nap and you slept. Well, naps are good, but I don't mean that you slowed yourself down so much that you slept until 9 a.m., overslept through things or caught up on your sleep. That's great and everything. But I mean a moment-to-moment practice. I mean in the waking moments, are you slowing yourself down? Do you ever do nothing? Do you ever at work just stop and put your head on your desk and take a chill? Not a chill pill, (laughs) a chill. In every second of your life, is it all accounted for and spoken for with some activity, or do you slow down? Pause and look around. Listen. Look around you very carefully. Say thank you. Remember, you are not entitled. Very important. You're not entitled. Remember when social meant more than media. What's around you is generally earned, so appreciate it and don't take it for granted. But instead, take it to another level of appreciation. The sixth thing on the list is get solid control of your well-being. So the sixth way to practice abundance in your life is to get solid control of your well-being. To the highest power of you, get control of your well-being. Do you feel abundant in your health, or do you feel a steady or sudden decline? Aging doesn't mean that you have to slowly decline. Aging doesn't guarantee you illness, so you should just accept the fate and fact that one day you're going to be sick and dying. There's, age, there's graceful aging. There's healthy aging. There's well-being aging. But you're in control of those moments. Do what you can with your moments to eat better, exercise more, sleep more, pause more, and all the things we've been talking about, practice abundance and gratitude and compassion, and try to get all the aspects of your well-being under control as much as you can. Your well-being means that you've taken steps to make a commitment to yourself to become healthy in all ways, physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, emotionally, On besteveryou.com, we talk about the core of you, and we talk about mind, body, spirit, sport, peace, passion, prosperity, and longevity as the components of your well-being. So visit besteveryou.com for maybe a little bit more information about that. Say yes to something new. We're all trained to say no, 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 no these days. Or yes all the time. (laughs) You'd be trapped in either mode. But Place your yeses strategically and flexibly and say yes to something new. You know that feeling you get when something or someone graces your life in an unexpected way. 
maybe something happened you didn't ask for, someone did you a favor, an act of kindness, a stroke of luck, whatever it is, whatever the case is, something new came your way for the better. Say yes to something new for you or another person. It just might change your life in amazing ways. And trust your gut, and especially trust your gut when you say no too. There's the no part. Say no and shut down the brick wall. You also know that feeling when you're beating your head against that brick wall. You know it. I've done it so many times. You, you guy, you're just wishing it would work, and it's just no matter what, it's not. You're beating your head against the brick wall. No matter how many times you do try, wish, wonder, hope, it's not happening. So let it go. The timing might not be right, or it's just something that just isn't going to happen in this lifetime. So say no to things. You know, in your heart of hearts and in your gut, when you know they're not working or when, you, when your gut says no, trust your instincts. You can't make room for new when all the old thoughts, actions, things, and all that stuff are just cluttering it all up and blocking abundance. So just like with gratitude, you can block abundance as well with saying yes all the time. So make sure you choose your nose wisely too. Surrounding yourself with love is a, is a tough one for people because, you know, we, we have all these people we interact with and some of them just aren't downright healthy for us. But they might be our friends or our family or whatever it is. But when you surround yourself with new people and love, your life changes. I'm not saying don't surround yourself with the old people either. They're, they're awesome. Our friends are our friends. But you have to want to have abundance. Make a change. And you know that when you're doing, I'm trying to think here, when you, when you have, when you want to have it and you want to make a change and you know you're making a change, but at every twist and turn, and you know who I'm talking about here, you're surrounded by old ways, people who are stuck, people who Tell you you can't do it. Don't know why you're doing that. And just people who you are maybe outgrowing even. They just aren't like you anymore. Or you're on a different path and they're going to stay where they are, which is fine. But you're trying to do something else. So the focus is on you here. So it's very important when you are trying to make a change for the better that you are aware of the situation And you know when and when you are not surrounded by love and support and you pay attention to it. So that you aren't that person who's trying to swim against a strong current and not drown. I encourage you to find the life raft (laughs) and the preservers and know where they are at all times. In all the people that you deal with, make sure that you preserve yourself and surround yourself with love. The final thing that I wanted to chat with you about today in practicing abundance is thinking of old ways of doing things. Talking about old here again. I know. I'm old. I admit it. Anyway, um, at 46, I know what a phone is still. I know my kids are like, we don't talk on the phone. We text. We Snapchat. We do this. We do that. But there's a phone. And there's also these things called handwritten notes that are awesome. Um handwritten invitations even. So think of old ways of doing things and slowing yourself down. And yeah, this means picking up the phone, find some stationery, hand, hand write a note or a thank you note, send out written invitations instead of uh, internet invitations. Take days off from technology. Open the door for other people. 
And I know, I know it might not be the most efficient thing. You might be rolling your eyes going, I don't have time. Make time. Slow down. It might even fall into the category of slowing down, down and finding time and finding new meaning. Do things the old way for a day. Play a board game. Play cards. Talk to each other instead of texting. Pretend the power's out. We do that. Uh, but slow down. And when you do this, you'll appreciate all the all the you have that powers up and plugs in a little bit more when you do plug back in. So I have some suggestions um, also that go with this to put some of these practices in place. And um, one of them um, that we've implemented this year that's kind of fun is keeping your car um, half full or full instead of below the half full line or running on empty. So instead, if your gas tank falls before, below the half level, you fill it back up and you're not running on empty. And I encourage people to do this same thing for their wallet and bank account. For example, decide at all times to carry five bucks or 10 bucks or 50 bucks, whatever it is that you can afford in your wallet, or keep that in your, check, your checking account and don't touch that. And, and maybe you even add to it every month. Maybe you go, okay, every month I'm going to put 20 bucks in here um, or 10 bucks or whatever it is. So, you know, put 10 bucks in at the end of the year, you have 120 bucks. I did my math right, remember I'm a writer, um, in your wallet or, or wherever you put, put it, cash stash. Um, we talk, I know I talk a lot about this with our four boys, and that's the piggy bank or change jar. Teach, teach people, especially younger people who might not be familiar with what a change jar is or a piggy bank. Um, pick up those pennies and, and change and keep it. And we go um, to a bank locally here and change it in. Um, the fourth thing that of one of the suggestions I have to put Practicing abundance into places to donate your time and or two to five belongings each month and so on. And it, this is all, it, this part's in a blog. Um, I love random acts of kindness, but use less of things is another thing to put practice abundance in place. Use less of things, less energy, less time, less activity, less food, less product, less money. And the other thing that I absolutely love and I, and I teach People listen to my practice and our children do this. Or I think everybody tries to do this anyway, but, you know, things get in the way. But always try to be five to ten minutes early. You'll be surprised how your life changes when you're, you're the one arriving early instead of the one who's arriving late. So those are some of the things for practicing abundance that I just I, – I thank you for inviting me here into your home or in your car, wherever you're listening this, to this Um to, to practice abundance for 2016. And um, if you have any questions, please just email me. I'm at Elizabeth at besteveru.com or I'm on Twitter at besteveru. I'm on Facebook. You can reach me. My websites are besteveru.com. That's B-E-S-T-E-V-E-R-Y-O-U.com. Also, I have a book out. It's called Percolate, Let Your Best Self Filter Through. It's a Hay House book. And the website for that is percolatebook.com. And then my personal website is elizabethgarino.com. And you spell my last name, G-U-A-R-I-N-O. It's been a pleasure being with you today. And I hope these, this moment uh, in this show helps you practice abundance in your life and gives you just another tool in your toolbox to help you be your best. So thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great day. And again, if you have any questions, um, I look forward to speaking with you. Thanks so much. Take care and have a great day.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.